0: Some say fall is their favorite time of year, and this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible, and don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
1: Hey, this is Kenny Main, host of something called Hey Main, that's a podcast. Uh, We're working busily on season two, but let's not forget about season one. Remember Jamel Hill? Is the cookout ever going to happen, or is it just metaphorical?
2: It is largely metaphorical. Just know we would feel very comfortable inviting you. Potato salad, by the way, I feel like I should tell your listeners, does not have raisins in it.
1: If you missed that episode of Hey Main, check it out on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parker and Andrew Filippone. Okay, next game, another very entertaining football game. Seahawks Raiders, you know I want to talk about Geno, but Josh Jacobs set a bunch of records today. Yep. He's still underrated, or is this the day he finally gets his due and is going to become properly rated as an elite football player?
0: Oh, man. No, I don't think he's going to get that. I don't think he's going to get that kind of evaluation. I don't. Only player since 1950
1: with 225 or more rushing yards and 70 or more receiving yards in a single game set a Raiders franchise record for yards from scrimmage with 303, 229 yards rushing, and an 86-yard walk-off touchdown run in overtime. That is an all-time historic game for a
0: running back. All-time. And we know that McDaniels doesn't have to convince Mark Davis to keep his job. Because Mark Davis is poor and he eats like Papa John's pizza at like owners' meetings and goes to PF Chang's every day and drives his minivan to get his bowl cut and all that stuff. Like he's one of the great characters in sports. We know that McDaniels is safe there. But do you think you could reasonably be persuaded by someone like myself or, or just to play devil's advocate that if they actually draft and sign, Good defensive players this off season. They've got the makings of a really good team there. Could you be talked into that? Because you just said you just said Jacobs is elite. We know the wide receiver is incredible. We know the quarterback can be upper echelon. Plus, throwing Waller if he can get healthy. Their offensive line has played better than I thought it would this year.
1: I think McDaniel's is a bottom ten coach. But how much I mean,
0: credit does he get for, like, Josh Jacobs' season, Danny? Because this is the best we've seen from Jacobs. They they should have lost. He, I mean, dude, that guy kicked a field goal on fourth and one from the
1: yes, seven-yard
0: line with Josh Jacobs in a shootout. I know he did. And he punted in overtime. I mean, it's, Nick Sirianni on fourth and three kicked, like, a 55-yard field goal when his team had rushed for 390 yards, and he didn't get criticized for it because it worked. So – Fair enough. Which I think is just as bad.
1: All of these coaches stink. (laughs) None of them are good. I should coach every team. But, I mean, I don't know, man. That opening interception that Carr threw was pretty brutal. Like, you've always liked Carr more than I have. Oh, yeah. So I'm not – I don't know that I can get there with you. Oh, Spencer makes a good point. They declined the fifth-year option. On Josh Jacobs, yeah, they'll franchise tag him.
0: They'll admit their their mistake there. I think you give him the tag would be. He's having an. He's having actually no, they won't because because McDaniel's doesn't believe in that shit. He's from the New England school, and we'll just let him walk and get the comp pick. So what am I talking about? He'll be on somebody else's roster next year. He's having an incredible season. Yep, like what all the powerhouse running backs,
1: man, Chubb, Saquon, Jacobs, Henry, until today. I mean, obviously not. Um, um Taylor and Indy but like the powerhouse running backs are all having pretty monstrous seasons um anything on Seattle I mean the DK Metcalf one by the way that 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 catch around midfield the 12 yard catch I was surprised they overturned it I thought I thought I thought that was a catch that was a tough spot for them like I I mean Gina
0: was great again I st- like I think the I think one of the two Cinderella stories, the Giants or the Seahawks, one of those two teams is going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, we've talked about that for weeks. I I you know me, man. I I hope it's the Giants. I think it will be the
1: Giants. I I want I want to see Gino have a playoff moment. Um all right, well, so we talked a little bit about the Niners anyway. This game was this game was weird. Not Niners and Saints. We'll just start here. Niners defense still makes them a Super Bowl contender. Yes, we're still we still are yeah. operating from that base. Yeah, they had that
0: one awful game against the Chiefs, which is yeah. alarming in some ways because that's who you measure yourself up against. But overall, I would agree with you.
1: I mean, they shut down Alvin Kamara, and the game should have been six nothing because the touchdown pass to uh, the Garoppolo through should have been an end zone interception. It was an absolutely horrible throw. Yep. So, I don't like. I don't want to. I can't give like the, the the Niners too much credit for this win. Dennis Allen in, and the Saints are a dumpster fire in in plenty of ways. But but I think it's sh- on
0: purpose. What? I said I think it's on purpose. How so? What? Well, what specifically is on purpose? Well, I think they've I think they've low key tanked their season, and I don't think anybody talks about it. Because you know there are other maybe more obvious examples of some of that going on, like the debate about um, Saturday in Indianapolis, uh, yeah. what Carolina did with the trades they made and the coaching change. But when I heard when I heard Jameis talk this week, it made me think that something was up there. Like he just came out and said. They basically ripped my soul out of my chest. You're not supposed to lose your job because of an injury. Like, I don't understand why I haven't gone back in as the starter. And I watched that and I'm like, yeah, he makes good points. They've like forced out all of their good players. Whenever there's an injury, the guys never play. I mean, never play. Oh, Cam Jordan, your eye hurts. You're not playing. Uh, Werner, I mean, Lattimore, go on. I mean, the, they they've... They've taken it easy with all of their guys with injuries. I don't know. It just seems like they're not really in what is a very winnable division where you could go eight nine and win it. They just don't seem invested at all in trying well, to I mean, win especially it. Especially with the
1: Tampa loss today, and I mean, I I I want to tear up the Saints three and a half to one ticket to win the it, division. And it's I almost
0: finally, like they said I to themselves. Can. The bet, like if we play Jameis, he'll win us a bunch of games and lose us a bunch of games too, and that's the last thing we want to be, is like seven and ten or eight and nine. That's how I look at it with them. But isn't that I, like what? Do you, what I mean? What do you think they're going to finish? No, I think I think keeping Dalton in, I think by playing Dalton, they've tanked their season, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I kind of respect it. So do I, but I do kind of feel bad for Jameis. I'm a Jameis sucker. Yeah, you are. I'm a Jameis stan. But, you I mean, I get it. Like, you are you know you, you kind of have a ceiling with him as the quarterback. But I just look at what they do week to week and the amount of guys they hold out because of injury and the fact that they've just stuck with Dalton. And no one really seems to, like, want to really criticize them for that that much. Yeah, that's a good it's point. A thir- it's a thirty-five-year-old journeyman quarterback, and you've got a former number one overall pick on your bench who looked good when he played last year, and had like a debilitating back injury, and that's why he left the lineup, dude. So, no, I mean that's a, that's, a, that's a good point. I, I didn't even on it to be totally
1: honest with you. I didn't see James's comments this week. Oh I mean, yeah, he like cried at his locker. I I totally missed it. Um. Yeah, they're tanking. Good. More teams should, frankly. Uh, is my guy Brandon Staley back? Chargers-Cardinals. Is he back? Oh,
0: man. I loved that the two-point conversion plays worked for Jacksonville and L.A. today. I really did. Yeah, me too. That was great stuff. Uh, do I think he's back? You know what? I think when... I. Th- you know, I think he honestly last year felt like his offense was so much better than his defense that that's why he rolled the dice on downs and two-point plays so much.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And I think he's back to that now, that Allen's in the lineup and Herbert looks better the last few weeks. So, yeah, I'd say for now he's back to that way of thinking and looking at things.
1: I've been so disappointed in him this year. Um, and obviously no Mike Williams still. I am I feel burned by how conservative he's been the first half of this season that I think that it was because they it was their third drive at the end right like Arizona is humiliating they had no first downs on their last four drives of the game like no no first downs kyler saying schematically we were fucked Uh, on one of the plays in the the post-game press conference, just throwing Kingsbury under the bus. If
0: I am HBO, I am demanding millions of dollars back from the NFL. What is the point of that show if they can't include things that are going on in Arizona that are clearly (laughs) about as dysfunctional as it gets you have all access. And they don't, though. We know this. They don't. Well, then, fucking shut it down. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but, but that's why Hard Knocks sucks now. Dude, I was tempted to go watch this, and then I found out that none of the offensive line coach stuff made it into the show.
1: Yeah, it's insane. And
0: frankly, what a terrible job by ESPN as a rights holder to basically Schefter and those guys knew what had happened with their offensive line coach. But because it was a Mexico City game and it was like, we got to make the NFL look good and we're taking football international, 100% there was a gag order on that until after the game. And Florio came on my show, made a great point. He said, if you knew that before the game, that there was all this upheaval with a coach who groped a woman and got thrown off the team, Would that not have made you think about betting San Francisco even more? And I said, yes. I mean, I knew they were a team in chaos, but they were even more in even more chaos. Oh, I
1: mean, dude, I mean, last year uh, I was in Vegas when the John Gruden uh, emails came out for Bears Raiders, hammered the Bears on the money line. Yeah, I remember that. And they they won won outright. Yep. Yeah, that stuff matters. That stuff absolutely impacts uh the these types of situations. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um I was just having a conversation with a media friend uh today, this morning actually, about how very clearly NFL and NBA media is largely just like in the pockets of whoever gives them stuff. Like Ian Rappaport's tweet about uh Aaron Rodgers' thumb. It's like Frankly, it's amazing he's playing through it. Oh, I wonder who gave you that. (laughs) Do you think maybe it was Aaron Rodgers' agent? Do you think maybe it was? I think it might have been. Like it's just, it's just like there's always like the one sentence that has the couple of adjectives. Yeah. Where you could tell, like, oh, that's team source. Oh, that's player source.
0: Oh, that's the I thought it was funny today that there was like a report like right before the Cardinals game, like oh, there's been a lot of friction between Kingsbury and Murray, but they've worked it out the last couple of weeks, and they feel like they're in a really good place right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And then after the game, he's like, we're fucked, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get the hell out of here. But so that's the
1: only reason why I'm not going to give my guy Staley too much credit for that. It was such an obvious, like, your offense is not really performing. Like, neither team yeah. is – like. Don't don't leave it up to the coin flip. Don't leave it up to overtime. Just 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 go for it there. So I, I thought that was like a fairly straightforward situational two-point attempt. But I'm hoping that like it gets his mojo going again and we can start seeing some ridiculous go for it situations because it makes him fun. Um Chiefs Rams, I didn't have a lot for this game personally, because I went into this game. Feeling like this was a de facto bye week for the Chiefs ahead of next week's game with the Bengals. And it felt at times like the Chiefs like they sleptwalked through it, but then they had some moments of amazing offense, but then they had some moments where they kind of sputtered and had some field goals, but they still were moving the ball and scoring. They were never in danger of losing the game. The Rams lose Allen Robinson. Obviously, Cup's gone. Stafford's in concussion protocol. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I learned anything meaningful about either team in this game. Did
0: you? Well, I thought early on the Rams, like we're actually playing with some pride and some guts, you know? Like I was hoping to see that from them today. You know, you're on, it's, it's a national game. Everybody's getting it at the, in that time slot. You've got some great players still on defense. Don't go out like chumps here and get embarrassed. And they really didn't. I know the final score... What was the final score, Danny? They lose by 10. Or no, they lost by 16. Yeah, lost 16. By... So, I mean, they didn't even cover, but... Yeah, 20, yeah, 26-10. Yeah. Um, I think your synopsis is basically right. I think, you know, the, the takeaway there is that Kansas City is good enough where they can kind of pace themselves against a bad team. And, you know, the Rams are a bad team. But that's yeah. how far they've slipped. And fallen this year. So
1: Kelsey cooking Jalen Ramsey for that first touchdown was pretty awesome, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you had Rams players making business decisions on that play, too. Like, "Eh, I don't think we really want to tackle this guy. You can have your touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh,